buy that stock while it's still going up. The best time to buy a house was yesterday. The next best time to buy a house is today. You need to get a handle on your spendings. Just chop off your credit cards. And if you can, chop off your debit cards as well. And then just stop living. If you have been on the internet for any length of time and have been following some of the best money advice out there, it's likely that you have come across all of these three. When it comes to our health, rarely will any of us be happy without going to a doctor. However, when it comes to our personal finances and money, many of us rely on influencers on the internet. While I love some of the influencers out there for what they are doing, and I have actually benefited a lot from the financial advice out there on the internet, there are a lot of things that the usual money advice across the internet is missing. Having done two degrees in economics and then spending over 12 years within financial services across the world, here are a few things that I have noticed that are missing from today's financial education on the internet. The first one is about the broader economic picture. The broader economic picture is not always relevant to your personal finances. However, in some cases they are. The broader economic perspective really deals with the economic trends, what's going on in the broader world, how are currencies fluctuating, is there a riot breaking out in a part of the world that you should not invest in, is the politics of a country changing? dramatically is the population of a country changing dramatically how does that impact your finances that is what an economist will tell you and frankly one that you want to consider especially when you are diversifying your investments the second one is around the psychology of savings you should spend less than you earn that is common sense however what economists especially the field of behavioral economics does is let you delve into the psychology of spending why is it that you are spending money do you generally tend to splurge when you are upset? Do you generally tend to buy a lot of unhealthy food when you are hungry? Economists delve in having a human touch to personal finance and that is essentially what you need to know when it comes to managing your personal finances. It is very good to say that you should spend less than you earn. However, if you have a consistent problem around overspending, it's very likely that you need to look at your psychology around the spending other than having a restrictive mindset around money. The third one is is around the hidden cost of debt. Especially when you start looking at economics and the numbers, you start realizing how compounding is done and how essentially debt balloons up and can erase half all your savings and then some. So the cost of debt is something that economists will always want you to keep an eye out for because as you approach your retirement, this is something that could wipe off all your savings if you don't get the debt by its horns early on. The next one is around innovation. Economists have an eye for innovation, especially because they understand the market dynamics of demand and supply. They can very easily follow where the demand is and therefore supercharge their careers towards a field that is always in demand. And typically, the areas that tend to be in demand are the ones that are the innovative fields. And that feeds off each other because they are at the cutting edge of innovation. They always see the newest innovations that are happening and that continues as a virtuous cycle. I have found that economists tend to understand where the technology shifts are happening and that is why you'll find a lot of economists actually working in data in analytics even in machine learning and AI. I work in data science and machine learning however I was trained in economics and worked in economics for quite a lot of my career. The next one that I have spoken on this channel multiple times about is the role of education. Accountants will tell you to have more assets than liabilities however the 
only real asset in my opinion and in the opinion of a lot of economists is education education is one of the things that all economists in general agree as being the single most important factor that will change the course of your life and the course of your future generations life most people will tell you that financial wealth is passed on across the generations what as an economist i will tell you is that wealth is a mindset that's passed on and when you pass on the mindset of wealth in the form of education that is far more powerful and can bring you back from rags to riches even when you are almost hitting the poverty line i have seen that in my family i have also seen cases where people did not have education but wealth and they lost that wealth in no time education is the one and only sure shot way of actually holding wealth in your family for generations the next one is about behavioral and personal finances most people will not know anything about the cognitive biases like the loss aversion bias or the endowment effect or the status quo bias and if we know anything from richard taylor's work it is that biases are what shape humans and biases are actually what make or break our financial decisions for example if you have a loss aversion bias which in simple terms means that you hate to lose more than you love to gain and this is consistent across people most people hate losing more than they love winning and if that's you you will stop putting money into the market because you are afraid that you will lose money but what that means is that you are losing money every single day because of inflation and if you don't want to do that you probably should consider investing of course i am not a regulated financial advisor so you might want to check your investment decisions with a financial advisor similarly when you consider the endowment effect it says that you are much less likely to go for that higher salary than if you already knew you had it putting it into practice you become a lot more complacent in your current job rather than going for that promotion which also leads me to talk about the status quo bias which essentially is keeping you in this stuck state in this state of status quo whereby you are minimizing pain and as human beings our primary objective is to minimize pain in our lives that's what our brains are supposed to do for us it's supposed to minimize pain however minimizing pain today can cause far greater pain tomorrow and that is what our human brains don't generally figure out this is where behavioral economics and personal finance can come in and help you a ton especially around how to overcome these biases and one of the best ways of overcoming cognitive biases that limit us from financial success is by creating habits and if you are interested in learning about the seven habits that made me rich go check out this video here where i discuss the subject in a lot of detail the next thing that people don't generally consider while forecasting numbers is the role of the economic cycles economic cycles are a rule rather than the anomaly of our economic system economic cycles last typically 5 to 7 years whereby the economy goes through a boom the economy is very strong and then it goes down and it goes into a recession and then it goes further down and it goes into a depression and then it starts going up which is recovery and then it keeps going up till it reaches the boom this cycle is called the economic cycle this is a natural normal part of an economic system 
However, with the knowledge of the economic cycle, you always know that nothing is permanent and this is why, in my opinion, economics truly belongs to social sciences and humanities because we really focus on human beings at the core, what makes human beings the way they are. And if you are interested in this topic, please drop a comment below so that I know to create more content like this because creating content around the psychology of money is my most favorite to do, especially because I'm an economist. I am enormously interested in behavioral economics and frankly, looking at the psychology of finance changed my personal finance journey and I'm sure it can change yours too. And I'll see you the next time. Bye.